Everyone seems to think podcasting is easy. All they're doing is talking in front of a microphone. I mean, how hard can that be? We work very hard to bring you the best in podcast entertainment. Jesus Christ, you can't get nothing on time. We can't record the damn thing right. We're recording over and over and over again. I can hate this shit. I can love it. TME Studios. It's what you want. What's going on, Shootout fans? It's Chris Dickens, owner of TMB Studios, here to bring you another episode that never made it to air on Touch My Bass Productions or TMB Studios of the Wrestling Shootout. And this one is with Hunter Young and the survivor of pain, Bill Blanchard, and Christian Fury. And it aired on Deathlock Productions outside of the TMB Studios home and family in December on Christmas Day of 2018. We feel like the time is right to bring this episode to you now and we want you to thoroughly listen and enjoy because this is the only time that Hunter Young has been on the shootout and we feel that it is uh, with all due respect to give him the opportunity uh, to actually have this episode air. So with that being said, folks, here's the episode, Hunter Young, Christmas Day, 2018, never heard before on TMB Studios, until now, enjoy. It's time! What was the craziest thing you ever did in the ring? That people said, oh my god, that boy is stupid. Put over Brandon Parker. What? <laughs> no, no. I mean, because we did some pretty weird shit over there. I mean, me and me and Devin Wright at one point had a buff bitch match. Whatever, dude. A buff bitch okay. match? Damn. And he looked like the pig guy off of Captain America. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> That's, that's the, that shocked the fuck out of me, pal. That shocked me, too. One guy who's just asking straight-up questions to people, and straight-up answers, is getting more hits than something that brings a lot of people back to their childhood. And, I mean, it's just kind of funny. I appreciate that. You ready? Go oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Dickens. Do we really have to go there? No, I heard Vince's comment about that. He said, hey, even God himself has a, has a sense of humor. You know? I mean, wow. Had to create a Christopher Dwayne Dickens. <laughs> oh, God. How many ring racks? How many ring racks did you have backstage? There were rumors about... How many ring racks wanted to get some dirt? Wait, 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 what? Yeah, how many ring racks you actually had some Ring dirt? rats? Oh, boy. Oh, God, Chris. HK wouldn't go dirt what ring rats are. Oh, the one even Wolf Call would turn down. Dale Cheryl. <laughs> Damn. I hit another singer right out the park. Wow. Um, wow. Don't forget, no, we have know. to put six over in the main event because he was the top guy. And, um, yeah. Well, Hogan must pose, you know what I mean? Hogan must pose. Oh, damn it, Bruce. I feel like going to the Cheeto show and Patriots Park. I was like pissing on the grave. That line, bro. The shootout with Bill Blanchard. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Merry Christmas and welcome to the wrestling shootout. Hey, I'm your host, Survivor of Bill 
Blanchard, along with my, the guy who barely talks, my co-host, Christian Fury, former of many, many, many titles. I guess he's a former loser, too. But right, boss? Former loser? Yeah, I'm a former loser. I mean, you loser. lost a lot of titles. You lost a lot of title matches. And you even said I quit to somebody very recently uh, a couple months ago. I know. Wow. Captain yeah, Obvious yeah. over here. I mean, obviously you lost, you know. Captain Obvious strikes again. Exactly. Well, obviously here, guys, we have a very, very special guest on today's very, very special Christmas episode. Again, I'll say Merry Christmas to everybody. I want to say hi to all my relatives, Frosty Snowman, Santa Claus, Rudolph. You guys keeping it real tonight. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, let's get serious here. I have my first ever real current UCW champion, not a Rainbow Christian Fury, because he was on the show once when... You know, once upon a time to make believe land, he was champion. But tonight, I've got the real deal himself, the man, the wrestling saint himself, the sanctuary. I've got the current, undisputed, Hunter Young, the UCW heavyweight champion of the world. Hunter, welcome to the show, boss. Welcome to, (laughs) thank you for allowing me to call your show. I feel like a host. I don't say welcome to the show. (laughs) 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 But thank you for allowing me to call your show. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, man, we're two years running strong. You know, it started off as a joke with Chris Dickinson. He put over Brandon Parker once, and then been going ever since, man, for the last couple of years, since 2016, man. I'm happy to finally have you on the show, man. God, it's an honor, you know. Um, I mean, let's get right into it, dude. UCW. Some people might ask, why UCW? Why UCW? Well, you know, UCW is a very special place. It's really my home. It's, it's a place that... Um, gave me a shot. Um, it's a place that just opened up the doors to a kid who came out in nothing but underwear and some old kick pads and like, hey, go out there and do something. And so, you know, they they hold a very special place in my heart, and that's why I'll, I will forever be grateful to UCW and to the people who work there, to the promoter, just to everybody there. It's just such a great environment to be a part of, no matter what anybody says. When you first got started in pro wrestling here, did you start off like some of us did in backyard wrestling, or did you went to initial training school to get started? Or? How that started out was I went to um, this lady named Susan Green, me and Sean, um, Sean Legacy, a lot of people may know him as, me and him, um, we, were, we went to high school together, actually, right. and like he, he got trained by Susan and asked me to come be a part, and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot, see what the wrestling ring's like, and I went, and... I learned what wrestling wings was like. And I learned the plywood underneath that thing and everything, and got trained there for a couple of months and learned the basics of stuff. And then um, I was at a certain company, and um, the guy, we were, me and Sean were in there just practicing around. And uh, one of the guys there actually works in WWE now, D. Shaw Fireman. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Hey, I like what you two are doing. Um, I'll try to get y'all in the match." So we were in like a little pre-match, um, little eight-man tag team match for on four. Um, team He-Man and some other team, I think, was it? And we were in there for like a quick minute. Yeah. And then afterwards, um, you know, just from there, from order started, you know, booking us. And um, through a mutual friend, he told me about UCW, UCW and um, the promoter from UCW. Then it was like, hey, if you're interested, we can come and, you know, do, we're having this Rumble thing. And before I know it, I get there, me and Sean do at least. And we're booked, he's booked in singles match, I'm booked in tag team match. And then, we're booked for the Rumble. Right. And from there, it just, you know, built up and built up. And I finally got my own gear. And my friend was like, Sean, he was like, hey, honey, you're, you're real, you are real religious and you like Jesus wrestling saint. And so he kind of gave me the idea. So I credit him a lot for coming up with the wrestling saint because it was a team effort. It wasn't just myself. 
But then from there, it was up to me kind of to develop that, you know, come up with a logo, come up with the, you know, my whole gimmick and right, all that. Right. And oh, as you see over the years from when I first started back in 2016, it was like the end of 2016. So my career really didn't start to like 2017 officially. Um, but you see me go from the old Walmart underwear into what I wear now. And so it's just been a really cool development, as you can say, on The Undertaker. Right, right. You know, he he started out looking a lot different than he is now. Over the years, he developed. That's what what you have to do as a wrestler. Now, you said you you went to Lakes School again. What school did y'all go to? We went to Evans High School. Evans High School. Did y'all have any amateur background? They had amateur wrestling. Yeah. um, He he did football for a little bit. Sean did. And I, I did amateur wrestling from seventh grade all the way to actually right now in my college I go to. And so... Seventh grade, they got they got wrestling team in middle school. Huh? They had wrestling team in middle school. Yeah, we actually practiced with a high school team, and so we had to go over there. And um, Coach Chavez, he was a great coach, but I did that, like I said, all the way till right now, and that's what has really helped me with endurance in the ring. I never had to worry about am I going to be winded or anything because uh, amateur wrestling, it's only six minutes you're out there in a match, but it feels like you're out there for twenty four minutes, and so um, that has helped me a lot. In my career, Amateur Russell, really? Yeah. What was your record? Pretty good. I was okay back in high school. Like I don't remember my exact numbers, um, but that now in college I'm not quite as good because I don't take it quite I seriously. In yeah. Right now I wrestle at um, Bruin Parker College. It's over there in Vidalia, Georgia. Um, so I wasn't very good at amateur, but I was okay. Like you weren't, you weren't gonna pin me in a matter of five seconds. I was gonna put up a fight. <laughs> so you got an academic scholarship, or did you get a um, wrestling scholarship? I got a wrestling one. I got, I uh, got like a ten thousand dollars scholarship, I believe, for there. I got hope and some other stuff. So um, that's where I'm at now. Really, God led me there because I wasn't even looking to go there. I got done my associates at TMC. And then they had um, Bruce Parker there as a career day thing. And the lady was like, hey, $10,000 for wrestling scholarship. And I was like, I'll do it. And so I'm right I'm right there currently getting my bachelor's in Christian ministries. And so um, it's just God has me there for a reason. Dude, I'm going to tell you, just became my favorite wrestler of all time. Amateur wrestler, dude. I was an amateur wrestler. Although Harlem High School never would potential a uh, wrestling team. So we started doing our own, but I got involved in the Marine Corps. I got a Marine Corps wrestling team. Marine Corps Roman Grappling Champion 2002. So I'm very nice. proud of my record. Um, how much did you charge to coach? Say again? How much did you charge to coach? To coach? Yeah. Like... Like coach an amateur wrestling team, or not necessarily like teams, just a couple of kids. That's, that's getting ready to learn amateur wrestling. I mean, I wouldn't charge them anything. I would do that for free. It just as long as I'm free that day, I don't have anything up, then you know, I'd be more than happy to do that for free. Because well, I was going to get my two kids in a wrestling camp in June. And I heard they have one at North Augusta High School for all ages and everything. It's just going to sixth grade next year, and my time I told him he'll be he'll have his uh, black belt. He's thinking karate right now. He'll be a black belt by the time he's in seventh grade. He's already a year and a half in. And at that point, I'm going to get him started in amateur wrestling. Uh, any pointers you can give me, I'd appreciate it. Because um, I, mean, I didn't do freestyle wrestling in high school. I did crap. It was all, it was all submissions. Okay. You know, well, well the, the biggest advantage, you know, them being their age, so young, they don't have to worry about cutting weight or anything. Right, so, right. for them, it's just about having fun. Right, right, right. But uh, I would say biggest advice, you know, especially as I get older into it, is to just, you know, just have fun with it. 
Um, don't kill yourself trying to make the weight. Trying to make the weight, yeah. You know, I, I wrestle 57 at my college right now. I could cut down to 49, mm-hmm. but I would be, like, starving. starving and so exactly. I would just rather stay at 57, and if I don't get to wrestle as much, then okay, it's better than, it's better than killing myself for trying to make this weight. That was the biggest thing I've always read about, you know, between Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar, you know, obviously the most famous amateur wrestlers, according to Steiner Buzz as well. And my partner, I used to wrestle with the Marine Corps, Hicks, he always would say how much weight he had to cut. I mean, Hicks would tell me stories about – Hicks will tell me stories about how he'd been, you know, going to high school bus and going to their college meet. His coach would have him in a sweatsuit, sauna suit, have him running the whole time in place trying to cut seven or eight pounds and everything. So you had to cut weight too for your matches. Yeah, back in high school, I had to cut a lot of weight um, for my high school. Like, I had to cut like two or, you know, two, three, four, five pounds. Um, but now in college, I don't really cut much weight. I'm I'm really like the yeah, third string. What do you think of other amateur wrestlers that went pro? Guys like Shelton Benjamin, you know, and the Steiner brothers, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle. Yeah. You know, what, you know, they always say the big, big difference between you know amateur and the pro ranks. For as you know, the amateur rank, the worst thing you don't want to do is have your shoulders touch the mat. You know, in pro wrestling, you had to learn how to put your shoulders in the mat, basically doing the exact opposite. Though, was yeah. it a rough transition for you? From amateur to pro? Yeah, yeah, there's some stuff that carries over from, you know, being amateur wrestler and then doing pro wrestling. You, you pick up some old habits, and the same thing with the pro wrestling, doing amateur too, because I do the, both of them right now. Right, right, And right. so, like, I was at practice one day, and I lifted up my guy from behind right. to take him down, and I lifted him up too high, and when he came down, he actually got knocked out. And so I wow. felt kind of bad wow. because of that. He, he was he was looking down. He was, like, just dead. Like, just his eyes melted down. So does that mean automatic victory on your part? <laughs> well, they yeah, practice. But, oh, <laughs> but yeah. I felt your own teammate. Bad. I was like, dude, get up. Like, what are you doing? And Coach yeah. was like, dude, he's out. <laughs> and so, yeah. Where do you have your meets at in college uh, right now? We're all over. You know, we have a couple of home meets coming up. We have a home meet in two weeks uh-huh. at the college. Um, they went to Tennessee. My co- my schedule is actually, if you go to Broom Parker website, it's right there that shows all the dates. I don't remember off the top of my head what they all are. I love watching wrestling, amateur wrestling. Man. I've been a big amateur wrestling fan you know, my whole my whole life. You know, I love amateur wrestling. And, you know, like I said, I was always, my perfection part was uh, cheap style wrestling. You know, I actually had a record of, help me out here, Jay, 106 wins with only seven defeats, if I remember correctly. Most of them combined with my record in Marine Corps. Yeah, you had to combine it with your Marine Corps because you only, like, lost maybe once or twice on a technicality in AWS. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I used to beat people all the time, which is a simple one. This is a lock. I'm not sure freaking headlock, taking it under the ground. People were tapping out. You know, I tapped out the headlock, guillotine, ankle lock, arm bars. You know, squishy was always my forte, you know. Um, all right, moving forward here, dude. I, I, I mentioned here earlier, and again, response. What was your favorite wrestler when you're watching this thing? You know, because you, like, you have an amateur background. Did you like guys like Shelton Benjamin, who's an amateur wrestler? Brock Lesnar, obviously, the NCAA champion of the year 2000. Kurt Angle, 1996 Olympic gold medalist. Did you watch any of those guys growing up? Growing up, I really didn't get into watching WWE till when the SmackDown vs. Raw 2008 came out. Oh, okay. That year. Um, that's when I started watching wrestling because I didn't really know about it until I was in summer school. And my friend was like, hey, come check out this wrestling 
and that's when I saw John Cena and all those guys. My dad's like, hey, you like the video games. So I bought the video game, and ever since then, I got hooked on to it. was during that time of Bobby Lashley and Bobby Omega, Lashley, yeah, WrestleMania 23. God, so I didn't, I didn't grow up watching um, watching Shelton Benjamin or the Kurt, or Kurt, Kurt Angle or Brock Lesnar in his prime because Brock Lesnar in his prime is a lot different from him right now. <laughs> yeah, but I would say my favorite, you know, if I had to go back and think about it, I would probably like Shelton. Um, you know, Shelton's really good. He's you know athletic like crazy, great physique, um, just well. I'm telling you right now, you have the network, don't you? Yeah. Look up Backlash 2005. Watch that match between Shelton Benjamin and Chris Jericho. Oh, yeah. It reminds you of your match you had with Billy Brashman. That kind of high intensity back and forth. Because, you know, Jericho was trained by Stu Hart's family. Yeah. You know, in the dungeon there. Think with Shelton Benjamin, Orangeburg, South Carolina. He had a very powerful amateur background. He, yeah, actually, him and Brock was on the state wrestling team. Yeah. You know. But if I recommend another good match for you to watch, I think you really would get something out of it. I think uh, Fury would definitely agree with me. Royal Rumble 2003, watch Kurt Angle and uh, Chris Benoit go on. It's, it's kind of a shoot style, grappling, you know, sports entertainment style match. Yeah. I mean, you see so much intensity back and forth. But even at the end, he was someone like some Benoit. You know, he lost, but he got standing ovation because just his performance that he did, you know. I definitely highly recommend those matches for you, man. If you had a chance to check those kind of wrestling out, but you see the you see the cross where amateur and pro really connect in those kind of matches, you know. But let's move forward here, dude. Like I said, now you are you, in UCW. When did you find out you're getting the opportunity to go after the UCW championship? So when did I find out? Yeah, I mean, like yeah, you know, I know you're defeating the uh, T Cash. If I remember correctly. Didn't you? Yeah, it was T Cash uh, beat. Uh, when did I learn how to... How'd you come number one contender, do you remember? Um, how, when was it? How did I become number one contender? It, man, it's been so, it's been so far back. A few chair shots in between, I'm Yeah, sure. a few chair shots in between. <laughs> man, I, I think it was just like, hey, you're facing T-Catch next month. I don't think it was a lot of, you know, number one contenders matches. Just, hey, you're, you're facing, oh, I remember now. I remember okay, now. Okay. Let's, let's go, click in. Go, we, we we had like a drawing for who to, who who would be the next challenger for T Cash. Yep. T Cash threw it out of the hat. T Cash threw my name out of the hat, and so it's kind of ironic, you know. Wow. T Cash brought my name wow. out of his hat for his hand. Now was in front of everybody. He drew his name. He drew it was like a little out of the hat. I've yeah. heard that story before. You know, there's been some other wrestlers from other promotions who have criticized UCW for. Drawing names out of a hat for you know someone to win a rumble or even an you know, obviously just came clear giving an opportunity for a title match here. You know, one guy says that uh I, that's just proves right there you still just had the brains of book storyline. Wow. Kitchens <laughs> I think said that. He's, he's, he was on my show six months ago and made that statement about UCW. What's your response to someone like him? You feel like UCW doesn't have a you know the only book the only book matches to um a please, a, a please, or uh, wrestlers, not the fans. I would say that you know that that UCW just really got what they do. They they listen to their fans. They listen to the wrestlers. I'm living proof of that. That they listen yeah. to the wrestlers. Like they, if anybody thinks that they don't listen to the wrestlers, uh, no, come talk to me. They listen and they're willing to talk and negotiate and just you know, come up with different ideas. You know. And, uh, you know, I think with the whole random drawing people's names and all of that, you know, it's funny. People who say, oh, that's stupid. You know, why draw a name out of a hat? Well, just just imagine if you were that person whose name got drawn. You wouldn't think it was so stupid then, would you? 
And so, no, good point. Good point. You know, point. it really gives people the chance to to showcase if they can handle under the pressure, right? You know, like I'm facing TJ Trucker in January, right? TJ Trucker is obviously a lot different from me. I'm faster Very than Trucker. Different. Now Trucker's stronger than me, and I have to think, you know, can can Truckle step up to it? You know, now Trucker's good. I'm not saying that he isn't. He's good. You know. I'm not saying that I'm this hierarchy or any better than anybody else. I'm not saying that by any stretch, right? Well, but we do this quick, right? this gives Trucker a chance to see, you know, what what what's what's left in the tank, what he's got in the tank, and so you know, I'm looking forward to. I know some fans may be indifferent about it, and and, so, and you know that's fine for for him to be that way. But I promise this match will be awesome. We'll make it awesome, and so it just gives a lot of people a shot that never had a shot, you know. And that's what this wrestling business should be about, giving people shots that they never would get. Because if nobody gave me the shot, nobody would, if if, if the promoter of UCW was like, hey, we're not going to give this kid a shot um, because of his gear, then I wouldn't be where I'm at today. So why not give a person a shot, you know, and see where they go? They can either take it and run with it, or they're going to squash it. Mm-hmm. Give them the opportunity well, to know, step I up. Gonna, I was going to hit with, with Chucker toward the end, but, you know, I'll go ahead and say it now. Yeah, there were some people, you know, that might have been kind of like, wait a minute, he had a, he had a match with Billy Brash, and now he's going against you Chucker. Difference in styles, okay? You know, I like Chucker. I think Chucker's a good guy. I remember talking to um, uh, UCW management a couple months ago. I think if I can this is in October, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Chucker, Chucker, you know, get the guy an opportunity here. He shows up every single month, busting his ass. I don't hear a guy complaining. He puts his gear on and go out there and he, he gets his best, you know. But as far as contrast and styles, yes, TJ Chucker might have the strength, but one thing I want to say is a proven, proven fact. Endurance will defeat strength. Because strength only lasts for so long. When endurance kicks in, your strength will just zap away. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you can survive, I say, God, if you don't mind, if Trucker don't mind me saying this, if you can survive seven minutes, you're going to have Trucker. Because Trucker's probably going to come out with everything he's got, all his power. But once he gets winded and you're sucking that wind and everything, he's carrying all the extra weight around, you know, as Burr Hart would say, you know, after 10, 15 minutes, big guys tend to run out of steam. And Hitman would say, that's when I come in. That's where I'm at my best. That's when technical wrestling would prevail. Weather the storm. Weather the Weather storm. storm and then unload on him. You know, so it should be an interesting match. Because, you know, I'm going to commentate that night. I'm really looking forward to it to see, you know, how much you're going to push TJ Trucker. It kind of, and I told us to, uh, I told us uh, to Blake and uh, Caleb Stovall. We're talking about our match. Me reminds me of Break the Hitman Heart and Bob Backlund, the old school legend Bob Backlund, 1994. You know what I'm saying? And Brett, you know. Really helping out, helping Bob back and not making a very good match, you know. So I'm very looking forward to seeing this match. But let's get into it, though, man. Some a little more harder questions here. You win the championship, you defeated T Cash, you know. Then you find yourself in a series of matches with uh, other guys with former champions are involved in their thing. What was that experience like for you? It was really cool um, to face them. I remember once beat T Cash, and then we had that whole deal where everybody kind of cashed in and. All that, and then I wound up um, on top of that. But then the next month was fair four way, and so you know that was a great match with with all those guys in there. I believe it was in Christian Fury, it was um, it was Cash, it was Justin Chambers, and myself. And so, so um, how many times did you lose the belt that day and win it right back? Um, I wasn't there for that day. Yeah, Once. I, I, uh, it was, he won the belt initially, then Chambers cashed in on him. And then T Cash cashed in on Chambers. I cashed in on T Cash. Hunter cashed in on me. And then that ended it. 
So he only so lost the belt once. So he's a two-time. So he's UCW a two-time champion. UCW champion. Okay, okay. But it's I been, can work with that. But it's been really fun working with all these different people, and I forget who it was after the fail four-way. It was me. It, oh, it was you. <laughs> you had, yeah, you had, a, you had a series of matches. Yeah, I had a series of matches. People with I'll never calling, forget that. Well, people are calling those three series of matches the closest thing in UCW's existence. It's the closest thing to Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier, the three big fights. You know, y'all yeah. gotta had it. You know, you know, it could remind you of Vader and Cactus if you would. Hell, even Austin and The Rock. But it was the first, first real rivalry other than Christian Fury and Chambers had a year prior. But people would say y'all blew those y'all blew those matches way out of the water because when the fans pay for a ticket, y'all didn't actually. You know, he's gonna get mad at me for saying this. Y'all didn't go home with the fans because y'all weren't getting reaction. Y'all wanted to just five minutes matches over. People were like, wait, what? You know, y'all came to play. Each each match you guys had, you know, one kind of one up the other. Unfortunately, yeah. I wasn't able to be present for y'all's first match. But y'all's second match, the last minute standing match, I got met. It was a war. Now, I want to ask you one question here. This retard here with a, with a, with a black jacket and a, and a skull mask on and says, Wow, I hope you heard it. Think it was personal. Why I cold clocked the shit. Excuse me. I cold clocked the tick out of him with a chain around my fist. He actually thought he... He got you. He thought. He thought. He, he thought that he broke yeah, that, his jaw. Sorry, that, or that I rocked you. It's cold outside. You were out. He thought, boom! Oh crap! I just knocked him out. <laughs> <laughs> he got me good on that one. He got, he got me good. On that, one. <laughs> that rivalry was man. It was something special. It really was. It was something special. Something that I go back and watch really every day. It's so. It's really special to me. And that first match, I got goosebumps. Like it was the first time. I've ever got goosebumps in a match because of how awesome it was going. It was going back and forth. I saw the video footage. It was definitely going back and forth. The crowd was into it. I love how they built it up as, you know, his sanctuary versus his kingdom, you know yeah. what I mean? It, 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 it had a lot of proof. It was that classic, you know, old line versus young line, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I love how I was trying to build that up, you know. Back when I had Fury on the show, I'm trying to fire this guy up for this big, big freaking match and everything. I mean, when this guy was a freaking... Getting detention in third grade, you were kicking Iraqi's ass. You let his punk beach and I quit, Mitch. And he's looking kind of funny. And you're like, freaking say something, God. You know, and then he was just, you know, trying to get a guy fired up and everything. But what was your strategy going in? Because I'm going to ask you another question about the last minute standing. I don't mean to jump the gun here. We rewind a little bit here. In the last minute standing match, uh, I've had a couple of people on the show because, you know, I saw something in that match that kind of, you know, it kind of bothered me a little bit here. You know, you cut one hellacious promo. You know, when Fury was standing on one leg, this match is over. Both of y'all couldn't answer the 10 count. And all of a sudden, you jump in your feet. You get a microphone. You cut one. Goddamn good promo, if y'all don't mind me saying so. I mean, crowd was into it, though. You know, but I guess for us, I don't know. I'm sitting here looking at you kind of like, wait, like, what is he doing? You know, it's kind of a promo. Fury here, I don't care what Josh says, could not do 100 jumping jacks in the back after that match. He would, When Jake got to the back, he just collapsed, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you I took everything out of from him. I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah, so, but my so, question was, like, okay, either either you're Superman, you know, <laughs> you're either you're Superman, you came flying down from the sky from Krypton and everything, and, and you're just impervious yeah. to pain, you know, and which is another question I was going to ask you about the situation, but... Um, I'll, I'll get what you're saying. I get what, I get what you're saying. Um, well, I would say that that is... You know, like, after the match, I, I if you go back and watch, you know, I, I was selling afterwards. I was kind of like, get, I, I wasn't like spring right, <laughs> right back up. I did get get up, but, you know, I got up a little bit faster than what usually would. But it was just really adrenaline. That's what it was. It wasn't trying to take a stab at anybody. No, or, it was just pure adrenaline because, you know, 
I was so frustrated that the match, I, I was like, it's ended and no, neither of us could get up. You know, so frustrating and the fact that no, neither of us could get up, bro. That I'm, I'm ready to end this thing. Right, and so right, all that right, adrenaline right. built up. We got adrenaline built up like that. Then you can you can get hit with a brick and be like, let's go. And then five minutes afterwards, that brick you're you're laying down. And so after that, you can ask Jay. I was I was dead beat tired after that. So <laughs> that was that is the best answer I was hoping you would say. I mean, how many times have you seen cry? You know, Shawn Michaels get hit with chairs 10, 20 freaking times, go through freaking three or four tables, and all of a sudden jumps up like it ain't nothing. Yeah. Or Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan up. Yeah. People don't understand now. I remember one time, me and me, me and Fear was in a brawl for all fight. This is a real fight, shoot fight, and everything. He, he'd already almost dislocated my shoulder. I'm getting hit, get to hit. We're three rounds into it, though, and all of a sudden, Your I just jumped back. My, my, my drill freaking kicked in. I got one more freaking mm-hmm. round. One more freaking round, I'm win. I just jumped right back up, and Fear was like, oh, crap, I'm dead. I'm you know, done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm done. I know about the power of adrenaline, man. I'm a adrenaline <sighs> junkie, man. But you know, and, you know, it, it, I, I'm sitting there watching it. For some reason, though, you know, it, it, it clicked in my head that okay, kid probably had adrenaline rush. He had a hellacious freaking match. But for some reason, I've, I've done a lot of study on. Uh, I'm doing a profile on the Rock and Roll Express for Ricky Morton, and you know, understand Ricky Morton always talks about the baby face, the cell. You know, if the guy in the front row think I'm getting killed, what's the guy in the back row thinking? You know, he also said the most important thing to make the match more believable in any kind of way is the whole building of selling. I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it, you know. I don't know. But then, like you said, you know, power of adrenaline, man. Power of adrenaline, you know. Don't, never underestimate the power of adrenaline. You know, and of course, I I'm going to say it right now. I, I don't believe you're taking all that crap, though. But it's in the wrestling business, okay. What are your thoughts on guys shooting up their arm, basically getting steroids, getting two steps sort of have improved their performance or improved their appearance, you know. It's been going around Russian business probably since probably since the existence. I've asked, I've asked every guy on the show, you know, because you've only been in business for a couple of years now, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's happened in UCW, but I know it has in other promotions though where guys are trying to juice up and everything. What are you what are you, what are your comments? Well I've never I've never been around the whole juicing or anything, yeah, yeah, but I know yeah, I know yeah. it exists and yeah. all that. I don't I don't take any supplements. The only thing I really take is you know uh, pre workout and yeah, some protein. Yeah. That's the only two that's, things that's I take. You can't get you can't get jacked off. That ain't amateur wrestling. But I would say guys who do like steroids and all that kind of right, stuff, right, right, it's right. really stupid, you know, right. because you're you're taking those steroids, you're getting all big and juicing now. Once you turn sixty years old. Those muscles are gonna go bye bye, and it's Hold just it's just like what's what's the point of you know, juicing and all of that you know Relax. And just you know to me just run eat right work out exactly <laughs> a lot exactly. less expensive too a lot less expensive too bro you're right about that one man you had a matchup with Fury let's say in the last Wednesday match like that was, was a regular match so going into the I Quit match so what was your strategy I mean I've seen Fury wrestle a lot of matches. Over and everything. I've never, ever in my life, I mean, he's taking on some big names in this business. I have never seen him in my life get out-wrestled and outclassed what you did in an I Quit match. I mean, you were you, you were, you were on point. You're, your strategy would seem like whenever, you know, you're in control of the match, and so the inferior would try to take back control, boom, you take back control. I mean, it was almost like you clearly out-wrestled him, outshined him, outperformed him. And I'm not knocking this performance. He did hit you a couple good shots, but it just seemed like you were never in serious any kind of problems, man, not match, man. Well, I, what was your strategy going to match? Because you did seem like a little more of a darker side to you, like more determined than ever. I'm going to beat this guy tonight. There will be no more rematches after tonight. Yeah. 
Well, that really was my strategy. Was like, you know, no more rematches. This is it. Yeah. And you saw that went to that whole kind of like demon like character. Yeah. And it takes something special for me to get into that and do that whole body pain and stuff. And uh, my strategy was a lot different because I've never been in the I Quit match. Right. And I had to think, you know what? I don't. Want, I can't end this by pinfall. I have to make him say I quit. I'm not very well versed with submissions. And so I was like, you know what? Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. He does ankle lock, mm-hmm. amateur wrestling. I do amateur wrestling. And so I was like, focus on the leg. But I can't just focus on the leg. I think you see a lot of times wrestlers focusing on just one body part. Right. That's probably, to me, one of their biggest mistakes. Because, yeah, it's great that you focus on that one body part. But what about all the others? There you go. There like, you he's going to hit you with his arm, his his head, his, his, his everything. So why not, yes, focus particularly on the leg. Because if you go back, I saw, you saw that I did that. Yes, you But did. I also did some Owen drops. Oh, I God, did yeah. kicks. I did drop. I did everything else to target and weaken some other stuff. That way, yeah, that leg is really injured, but everything else is too. And so it was just, it was just really magical, though. You know, because it was getting counter for counter for counter, and you know, we're just, we're just going back and forth in the ring, and uh, it's just, just an amazing match. You know, that was all, that was all, you know, this time and placing and. Um, Magic, kind of. <laughs> oh, it was magic in the air, man. That match was an incredible match. Uh, like I said, you really, you broke him down in ways I've never seen him make it broke before. I went on record and thought like Fury could have won that match considering he knows how to hurt people. He knows where the pressure points are. He knows, you know, where to, how, to, how, to, how to strategize a match because I trained him. I taught him how to do all that. I especially how to strategize a big, big type of matchup this was here. But in your situation, you know, you know, I, I told him, I says, you know, okay, Curtis Young's a pretty boy. He don't want his face to get messed up, you know? I said, focus on his face. Make his eyes swollen shut. Break his nose. You know, go for the throat. Go for the ears. I'm like, what? You know, hurt this kid. You gonna let this kid freaking beat you? I mean, your reputation's on the line here. You gonna say I quit in front of your wife, in front of your kids, in front of your mom, in front of all the, 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 loyal, the loyal fans in your kingdom? Your whole legacy is on the line. You are a freaking United States soldier. You really gonna say I quit in your biggest match of your career, Hunter? He didn't say I quit. You made him scream I quit. You know, that, that is bragging rights for the rest of your career. I broke a United States soldier. I broke the, 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 the king himself of the wrestling kingdom. I defeated the legendary Christian Fury. Made him say I quit, man. You can't tell me you, you don't put this man's head, this man's ankle, in your platform. Says, yep, I beat him. I, he's he, you know he's a great he's a great guy he's, he is he's a, great a great guy wonderful great competitor guy. great competitor um, but you still but he still said I quit and no <laughs> I will not let him forget it <laughs> he's already kicked my ass any moment <laughs> <laughs> there's a time and a place for that <laughs> you know I, I I just keep thinking I keep thinking when 2019 gets here we have a UCW award ceremony you know and Christian Ferris said yep. I came a little short in that night, you know, Hunter Young. You know, it was a great match. A good opponent, a good kid. He's got a bright future. And Fury starts to walk away. You know what, Hunter Young? I can beat you, man. I want a rematch. <laughs> like Sean Undertaker did years ago. <laughs> He's there like, damn, I did lose that match. You know what? <laughs> I can beat you. I can beat you. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, come on. I, I, it's an I quit match, you know. I mean... 1989, Ric Flair, Terry Funk, man. When Ric Flair, this stuck to my heart when I was probably 10 years old. When Ric Flair says, telling Terry Funk, now think about it. You say I quit in front of the whole world. That is disgraceful. 
That is demeaning at its DN. You will look yourself in the mirror every day for the rest of your life knowing that I said I quit. You know, and that, that part really, and that guy stuck to me. Of course, you know, 10 years later, the Rockin' Man can't make Foley a whole I quit match, you know? And I'm just like, no, what, 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 20 years after this, with 2018, Hunter Young versus Christian Fury in an I quit match for the UCW heavyweight title. I mean, the magic was there, guys. Y'all gotta be proud of what y'all accomplished that day, though, you know? But let me ask you this, man. I was, I was asking him, or I wanted your response is this kid right here. Outclassed you, out wrestled you, outperformed you, broke you down, broke your body down, made you not just, yeah, I quit, not just, not, uh, okay, okay, I quit, is what you said. I quit! I mean, you screamed louder than Mick Foley did on the microphone. Well, Mick Foley never said it. That was pre taped. But he still said it. <laughs> but he screamed it. Let me say, you, you said it louder than a pre tape. My leg was killing me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> was it jet leg for the flight coming in? Your leg was just going quiet there. It, it probably was after the five chair shots I took. Yeah, yeah. Chair I mean, shot. it was like five or six chair shots, then the ankle lock, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> There's nowhere for him to go either. His body was half outside the ring, so it's not I couldn't go nowhere. Can't, can't use the ropes to break the hold, so. If you notice, before I put in the ankle lock, I yes. kept the chair away. I kept oh, the yeah, kendo dude, stick that away. Was smart. I did he not kept everything away. Because anything Fury could have grabbed, could use it. You're kicking this away, kicking this way. Fury's halfway around. Ah, ah, he was drowning. All of a sudden, yes, I would. I mean, Fury put up a good fight. It's not like he just snatched yeah. a hold on and he tapped out like yeah. a bitch. I mean, he did put up a good fight, so I'll give him a little bit of credit. You know, a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, just a little bit. You little dab do you? <laughs> no, I put on a great match. You really did. Yes, that, did. that was no, probably was... probably my top five or ten of matches I've ever had. Top five matches you ever had? Okay, what's number one? I'm just kidding. We don't know what it was. Oh yeah, my top five. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm about to get to Billy Brash here. Now, you know, the following month, now, like I said, you, you done defeated Christian Fury. You done defeated T Cash. You done defeated Chambers. I mean, you're the undisputed champion, the number one guy at the promotion. And now we got this promo- promotional wars kind of started late 2018, going into 2019, and you're getting put into a match with a top contender. With Billy Brash. So, what are your thoughts about this? You know, um, it's just a great honor to really be a part of it. I remember when I got the news, I was facing Billy Brash, and I was like, "Is this for real? Is this, <laughs> is this really happening?" And I called and, and checked to make sure it was really happening. And he's like, "Yeah, it's really happening." And so, I was just kind of like, "Was there Whoa. any fear of losing?" Yeah, there was a real fear there. I was like, you know, Billy is better than me, smarter than me. He's been around this longer than me. I remember growing up watching the pay to see Billy before he was Billy Brash. He played a different wow. character back at um different wrestling promotion. And I was I don't like I'm actually facing him defending my championship. Right. I mean, it's just it's just unreal. You know, and I, I was just I was really nervous going into it because I was like I have to be on top of my game. Yeah. And I mean that was a back and forth match too, and so like it was it was a real, really special treat and all that, just to share the ring with them. Yeah. You guys were going back and forth. It was definitely a, a seesaw of a match. My God, if I could, I mean, it, 
I would put it up there with someone like Kurt Samoa Joe or Kurt, you know, and Sean McGregor. You know, someone like a young, upcoming athlete versus a veteran in the sport who's still at the top of his game. You're going to see something special happen. Is anything with a young, talented team in the NBA who dominated in college, now that the pros taking on a team has been dominating the pros, you'll be amazed how competitive those games will be. And it's exactly what that kind of match was. It was so competitive, back and forth, back and forth, though. But how did it feel to get to one, two, three? It, you know. it just felt amazing. Like you saw, like after the pin, I was just kind of like going back and forth, just beside myself. Yeah, man. it was like wow. I was able to get through this match. I mean, there's stuff I could go. I wish I could go back and change in it and do more crisp because there was some small stuff in there that I didn't hit as crisp. Right. You know, but I'm I'm still working on stuff and chalk it up his nerves too. Yeah. Spotlight was on you. Yeah, and so like. You know, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of promoters and some people, like, they look at that small stuff, and they're like, oh, this kid needs more work, whatever. And we all need more work. Um, but I would say don't let that stop you from No, you know, learn from it and move on from it. But you, you, you've on. done great in that matchup and everything. I commend you, city management. They put the spotlight on you. They're taking a chance with you, and you have not let them down. I mean, I mean, I hate to say it, there was a champion. I don't even want to say his name because – he used to be one of my favorites. I worked with him in the ring and ring a lot. But, you know, like like last December, he's going to know what I'm talking about. He got kept mad on the show where I brought it up. And I'm sorry, dude. It's my, it's my job now. You know, he had a match with Adrian Davis as the defending champion. And the fans kind of walked there like, well, that match sucked. I mean, it's Adrian Davis and Justin Chambers. You spent that good world title match, last match of the year. People walked there like, Psh. And that's the last impression of the promotion. That's what, that's what I'm trying to understand. It was your, it's your last impression of the promotion for that particular year and whether our fans are going to come out the following year, you know. But I can honestly say the last one time that you used to have had that year, you and Billy Brackman, the fans went home happy, loving, fired up, wanted to get in the ring and try it themselves, you know. And, that, and that's what I want this to be about. You know, it's not necessarily about me at all. I want this, I want UCW to be about, you know, UCW. No, it's not about Hunter Young. It's, it's about how can we get people back exactly. in the door. And, you know, if it's someone who's better than me that, that brings people in, okay, push that person. Give him everything. We, I just want people to come. Right, you know? right, right. And you, we do that by any means. If, 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 if I'm bringing in people, okay, great. If you're bringing in people, great. If Christian's bringing in more people, great. No, we, we all should bring, try to bring in more people and – I think if you are the promoter, if you are the promotion, you need to look at, okay, who's bringing in the most people? Because at the end of the day, if you want your company to survive, that's what you got to look at. Exactly. you got to put aside some personal feelings, you know? And if this guy's bringing in more, then push him, you know? You know, and just get, let, you got to, you know, if you... You you got to be in charge of owning the ball, you know? And that's what all I want to do is just to get back to this promotion. You know, I want this promotion to be up there, you know? Well, they did a good job so far. They, 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 I think the best decision they ever made was having you become the heavyweight champion. I'm very proud of that. I'm very honored. I'm proud to be part of it. You know, with that being said, now, we've got Bible Pro. We've got Livewire. We've got Mishido. Now we've... It's been confirmed. IWE will be coming back to the CSRA. You know, what are your thoughts of UCW trying to, you know, go head to head with other promotions to be the number one promotion to CSRA? Can UCW make it? I think that we can. I think that we need, you know, um, I I, need, I know I need more work too. You know, I I, hate, I don't want to sound like I'm this know it all or I'm this perfectionist. I'm not. But I would say that we have the possibility to. We have the promotion to do it. We have the lights. We have projector. We have everything we need to do it. It's just it's going to take 
us, our, our guys on our roster to step up their game, to develop more in their character. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to get better gear. Um, they're gonna have to invest in themselves, right? Right. And they're gonna have to study some more moves. They gotta compete like it is their last match. This is why, you know, I was going over this match with my friend, and I was like, you know, this is why I give a hundred percent in every match I'm in because no, I don't ever want last. to be said that on my last match I never gave a hundred percent. That my I want my last match to be nothing less of phenomenal. Right. And the only right. way it will be nothing less of phenomenal. Is if I give 100% effort, no matter who I'm facing. And so that's why I'm like, no, I don't want no five-minute match. I want a 10. I want a 15. I want as far as you can go because these people deserve it. Because if this is my last match, I want it to be phenomenal. Right, and right. So, but as far as other companies go, I think that we got to realize that it's not necessarily about you know fighting or beating this company or that company. It's about working together. Because that's how you get the better product. It's by working together. So, you know, I love Livewire. I love Viral. I love um, what was the other place he's missing the eye? Bushido. Bushido. IWE. And IWE. T-Money's promotion. He's yeah. getting started. He, he was, I, uh, he probably was the number one promotion I, at one point in 2010, yeah. 2009, 2000, I, you know, whatever. I love you know, all but, those. I love all those. And I, I'm proud to say that I've wrestled in Almost every single one. Yep, the only yep. one I haven't wrestled in is the T Cash one. The I W. No, T Cash is uh, G W E C W. That's right. gonna start in February. Yeah. Isn't it? That's gonna be starting yeah. in February. Oh, well, quick note about that. In that match, I'll be in the main event of that show. So really, um, I will be there commentating. Call me up in Ireland. I'll be there, man. I'll it, be there. It'll be a great. It'll be great. So, but yeah, I just think we all just need to come together on that part. I'm, 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 I'm thankful to all the promoters of those places that yes. I wrestled at. So, quick shout out. Thank you to all of you guys. I thank you for the opportunity to allow me to wrestle there. And I just, you know, I, I just want us all to vibe and come together. But I am partial to UCW because I mean, I think that. You have to be partial towards one, you know, and especially since I'm champion there. Yeah, I'm more partial to UCW just because, like I said, me working at every single one of those places, I know what it's like from a worker standpoint to work there. You know, I know what it's like from a fan point, fan standpoint and a worker. So I know what, how you're treated at every single one of those. Of course. And I'm not going to blame no blame game or, or call out any promotion at all. UCW has just been really good to me. Not not that the other promotions haven't. You know, they they all have. But UCW, as you can see and tell, they give me storylines. They have given me people to work with. They gave me people like like Christian Fury to tell great stories with. And if all the promotions would do that, mm-hmm. then we would have unbelievable amount of people come to these shows. You know, and it's not just about me. Give everybody these chances that you're given. You know. This let because us wrestlers aren't just wrestlers. We have minds. Yes. We have yes. ingenuity. That's independent wrestling's all about. You know. And they, everybody's got their imagination as yeah, well. Yeah. So that's just what it's all about. You know, I would love one day for all the promoters of all those companies to come together at at a table and just sit down and talk about how we can make every single one great and how we can promote everyone else's. And I realize there's gonna be complications where where like viral and UCW. They are both running in February, you know, same day and everything. Same day, huh? And, um, you know, I just, what I think we should do with that is, you know, promote both. Let, you know, so tell people, yeah, Viral's up there in Thompson. If you're free in Thompson, in that area, go there. If you're free in Augusta area, we have UCW right here. Both are going to put on a great show. You got big names at, at Viral. You got big names at UCW. 
come come chill out on both instead of saying, hey, you know, skip this one or hey, skip that one or talk down about one another. Just build it up. I mean, when I look at it, there's, there's, this, this population is getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. There is room for three or four promotions to be yeah. in the same area. We're not mm-hmm. killing the business. We're trying to be. My yeah. opinion is making the wrestling back in Augusta in the CSR area, you know, where it used to be a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I command all Highly competitive. Yeah, yeah, I want to be competitive. I want, I want, I want Vital Pro to have a strong fan base. I want Live Bar Machido yeah. to have a strong fan base. I want IWE and UCW. And all the fans, all they're going to be doing is like we did back in the day. You know, hey, man, fans can't lose. Fans can't fans lose. Can't the lose. Fans yeah. can't lose because the fans are going to benefit. See multiple promotions, right. and they're going to be comparing. Hey, man, I love seeing Christian Fury take on freaking. I don't know. Help me out here. What's the viral pro roster name? Darkness. Yeah, Darkness. Yeah, you know, I love it. The, the, the fans are going to sit and think well, about more live wire. But yeah, dark, well, darkness. Darkness live wire. Oh, yeah. I haven't paid much attention to VPW as a late. I'm just trying to focus on UCW. That's my um, me. What the fans the champion's name? Hex? Yeah. I know I know Hex is. I know Hex is, you know. Example, you know, 100 Young going one-on-one with Hex one day. You know, their champion versus UCW is champion. The fans are going to want to fantasize and fantasy matches about that, you know. And and the fans win, you know. If all the promotions go out of business or one promotion left, yeah, we're the number one. We pair everybody outside of business. Yeah, but at what cost? what cost? The fans are going to, you know, my opinion, the fans, a lot of fans, my opinion, when Dave State went out of business, turned on WWE. Yep. Now you, 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 you're, you're now there's no there's no alternative because the competition helped kept your show fresh and kept you on your toes to keep you moving. And that's why they created a raw brand and SmackDown. Yeah, to try Absolutely. to create recreate that competitiveness between two yeah. rival organizations. Now they have two rival shows. Yeah. But to go back to your question, <sighs> sure, yeah, sure. I do like UC. I, I think I, I I'm we will try in 2019 UCW to mm-hmm. increase our game to be. Just up there and have some amazing storylines. We have a guy, Alan. He's great. Shout out to Alan. He's a phenomenal guy. Great, great, just humble guy who puts everything he has into um, this. And he's just, he's just a great, great guy. And we're we're gonna make UCW amazing. And well, that is a goal. You know, I'm doing the best I can to help out with yeah. the production of, of my uh, podcast. Is yeah. 100% yeah. endorsing UCW. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going to see UCW's greatness, yeah. and I'm going to point out their flaws too to make yeah. them better. Yeah, I mean, you know, but 2019, bro. 2019. I know. Who do you really want to face? Who do you want to defend your title up against? What's what's? I mean, do you see? You know, as I remember one time, you know, Brad would say he looked at that road. Yep, Shawn Michaels. That guy's gonna try to take my spot. You know, who do you see behind you that's moving up in the range? Who do you think is going it's, it's gonna try to take your position and throw you as champion? I would say the only person who I see taking that title from me is Shawn Legacy. Shawn Legacy. Now yeah. the reason is. Now, I will say Sean Legacy is because me and him grew up training together. We yes. know each other. Yes. And, you know, he can keep up with me. And that's something that, that you know, I don't mean to cast down or to belittle any of the other guys in the back, but I think he's the only one that can keep up with me in that ring. In a Hunter Young match. In my style match. Now, granted, you know, there's matches I'm not so good in. But in a one-on-one, Hunter Young style type of match where there's just you know you go until someone gets pinned he's the only one I believe that can keep up with me 
Do you think you have the capabilities? Now, we just saw Survivor Series and the whole system, a very competitive match between Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. So, you're in this matchup with Sean Legacy. And it's going back and forth, back and forth. You're hitting him with this move, you're hitting him with that move. And you still can't quite get the shoulders down. Well, you snapped the way Charlotte did and picked a little tar out of him just to keep your belt. You're getting fussy. I couldn't beat him, so I'm going to destroy him. Nah, I'm you not like that. Possible? I'm not like that. I'm, you know, I, I'm a defending champion. I, I, I hate champions that are just like, let me get disqualified, keep my title. Because then you're, you're disgracing the title by doing that. So why, That's true. Why would I want to disgrace the title as much as I might want to hold on to it? I don't see that being a move of a saint, if you catch my Bobby, Bobby, Bobby the Brain Heaney will call Hunter Young a punk right now. You stupid little punk, it's about the money. You know? Hold on there, freaking belt. You show, keep belt. Show me the money. There ain't no money. <laughs> <laughs> show me the money. I don't see no money. Money? Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Money. Checks in the yeah, mail. the checks in the mail. That's what Flatline used to say. Yeah, the checks in the mail. Okay. <laughs> like, no money. like, I'm going to go ahead and say hey. Hey, you got me, right? Yeah, the checks in the mail. Appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. This is why UCW, I believe, has the capability of being probably one of the best promotions in the CSRA. It's because nobody there gets paid. Nobody there gets paid. I don't get paid. I'm the champion. No one gets paid. We do it. Why? Because we love wrestling. You know, from production to, to everything, no one gets paid. The money we make goes directly towards um, giving it so we can have the building. goes directly towards that. Mm-hmm. And I've been there for two years now, coming up on two years. And, you know, nobody's, get, nobody's getting paid. You know, it's, it's just because we love wrestling. That's why we do it, you know. But, yeah, going back to your question, though, Sean, Sean Legacy is the one I – he's the only one I can see taking title from me until someone else comes up. We have a couple of new people coming up. I mean, don't get me wrong. We got a couple of new people. We got what's that tra- trainee's name? Uh, JD, I think is one of them. Yeah. JD and um, well, I got I, I Deville. Mean, yeah. yeah, Deville. He Deville? he yeah. he's up and coming. He's gonna he's gonna need a lot more work, but he's still up and coming. I don't think nineteen will be his year. I'm thinking twenty will probably yeah, be maybe, more maybe his time 20, to shine. 20, but he might surprise you. He might, he might surprise yeah. you. It might be late nineteen. Yeah. I mean, now, ultimately, ultimately, this though. Uh-huh. Even though I see Sean Legacy being the one, if someone were to beat me for it. I don't plan on losing that title for a long time. You see, it may be a new year, but it's going to be the same champ. And I don't mean to say that cockily. I just say that with confidence because I believe in myself. I believe in that belt, and I believe in my potential because we all have potential. Every single guy in the back has potential. So I'm not trying to cast down on them in any way. I'm just saying that with confidence. Well, I will say, go ahead, boss. I got a question. It's like, all right, you know it's UCW. You have like a 20, uh, 365-day rematch clause where you can cash in at any point, anytime, anywhere. Would you, If you were to lose this year, per se, I'm just saying, not saying you will, but how long would you wait before you cash in, and how would you cash in? Would you – Straight up saying, hey, next month, me and you, I'm having my rematch. Or will you pull like Edge did after they fought a hard fart match and then Edge comes out, cashes in, and picks the bones and takes the title back? How would you cash in? I think a lot of it depends on how I lose it. That's the real question. Because how I lose it depends how I'm going to cash in on it. Okay, let's just say, yeah, let's say that the guy did a a, um, crucifix pin on you, one, two, three. Got gotcha. you. 
You know, outsmarted you, was able to get your shoulders down for all it takes is three seconds. You know, they didn't cheat. They just got lucky. Got you in a pinning combo. Couldn't kick out of it. So how would you cash in? Uh, timing's everything. Timing's everything. That's I, exactly <laughs> what I said. Timing I, is everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sneak up on the guy because, I mean, I lost clearly. But would I wait till someone else has a belt? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Maybe this, huh? Maybe he's champion, right? He beats me. I go pursue the Octane Championship. Mm-hmm. I win that. Hey, I still have a rematch for the main one. That's right. Because here's my dream one day. I want to hold the UCW and the Octane Championship at the same time. That's a good possibility of it happening. It was a Goldberg. Before I quit at UCW, I want that to happen. It was the Ultra Warrior. That is what I want to happen. So, hey, that's awesome. a good goal. I, I would say this, though, to answer your question, if I was Hunter Young, if I lost to a super roll-up and everything, while he's celebrating the ring, you know, get a whole, hey, man, you got me, give him a little hug, and then, boom, <laughs> low blow. And they then cash cheer. in. Low blow, he can still cheer. Boom, boom, boom. All right, ref, get out of here. Roll him over. One, two, three. <laughs> I got my belt back. <laughs> if I was Hunter, that's how I would do it, yeah. Straight up turn heel there on There you go. <laughs> <laughs> my belt. My belt. I'm. Champ. <laughs> Dude, it's Monster Champ. Move right there. There you go. Dude, to Monster Champ. Yep, beat the crap out of him. <laughs> but um, I made a shocking announcement about a month ago. I reached out to a, a wrestler in South Carolina. He's a real, real uh, tough wrestler in South Carolina. He's coming down to Georgia. Have you heard of the name J.C. Walker? No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you're going to learn his name real quick. He will be at the January show. He already told me personally he has his eyes on Hunter Young. Because if he's coming back into wrestling, he's going for the belt. He is a very, very tough competitor. You've he's been big, in the ring with him. I've been in the ring with him. He beat me in eight seconds one time. That's Stout right. to the foot in the RKO. It was a gauntlet match. I was I was the second person in the gauntlet match. and uh, Well, actually, I was the first person in the gauntlet match. But Walker was the third person. He, I'm locking on him face to face. I'm like, we're getting ready to lock up. He just said he stomped my freaking foot. RKO's move one, two, three. It was beautiful. Crowd would love to. Now in Dallas, South Carolina. But Walker, he's been in business for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. He's a veteran. Tremendous shape, powerhouse. You know, he, he started off when we were young, too. Yeah. And uh, T-Money T- trained him, actually. But he's coming to UCW. He has his eyes on you, and he has his eyes on Sean Legacy. You know, as he said, he ain't going to talk to the buttheads of UCW. Guys like Christian Fury and... You know, David Sick, he wants the fresh young talent and Sean Legacy and Hunter Young. That's because he's, that? he's, oh, he's scared. That's because he's scared. Exactly. Yeah, because he's, he's scared. scared. Huh? He's scared. He's also looking forward to uh, igniting an old rivalry of his, Justin Chambers. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that one too, personally. They had it out back in the day, way back in the day. I mean, they're cool now, as far as professional, but as far as professional business goes, yeah, they had it out a long time ago, back in 06. Mm-hmm. God, I'm getting old. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, anyways, 2019 is coming up now. Your first opponent. Let's get back to the TJ Trucker. You know, you've, every strategy you've had so far, you have prevailed. What's your thoughts against the veteran Trucker who wants who, who did shock the world? Now, no one gave Trucker a chance to win at the Veterans Rumble. If you think about all the talent that was in there, including your boy Sean Legacy, including and, your boy Damian Sick, and Billy Brash, and Billy Brash, all these top guys were in there, and Trucker did the unthinkable. Well, lightning strike the same place twice. What Trucker did the unthinkable and did throw Hunter Young to become champion of the world. Well, I noticed you say, you know, him being a veteran of the sport. Yes. And, you know, there is a great deal to be said of veterans. I have a great respect for veterans. I've been in the scene a lot longer than me. I have a lot to learn from those veterans. 
But I would say one of the greatest mistakes a lot of people make in these veterans is that, yes, they've been around for a long time. They've been around four, five, ten years. Double, triple my time in their career. Yes, they've been there. That does not mean that they are better. All right? That does not mean that they are better. Does that mean... Back then, three, four, five years ago, yeah, they they may have been better than they are right now. You got to focus on what's right now, you know. And Trucker, yeah, he's better than me. He's stronger than me in some areas. But you got to look at the big picture. And so, you know, like I said, I respect Trucker, but I'm gonna win. And Jamie, I'm gonna give. I'm going going to beat Trucker. My strategy is simple, you know. It's gonna go in there. I'm about to strike fast because I know when he grabs me, it's game over. I can't let him grab me. If he grabs me... Then you'll be playing yeah, his game. Then it's his game. And so I don't want to be playing his game because even though I'm, I'm I'm okay built, I'm okay, I'm not big or anything, but let's just face it, big guys and small guys, you know... Don't get caught. Yeah. Well, I'm so. going to say this. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a ranking strategist and, and where it came to professional wrestling and MMA. Never... Judge a book by his cover. Yeah. Never, you know, yeah, you, you're smarter than him. He's bigger than you. But, hey, I see this little guy in the world still knock a sumo wrestler out with one punch. Yeah. You know, Tucker needs to be aware of that. He, he needs to be yeah. wary of your speed. He needs to be wary of your youth, your endurance factor. You're a high flyer. I mean, you are a champion. You don't have to beat him. He has to beat you. So he has to bring the fight to you. My advice to you is, okay, yeah, you might be better than him in a lot of ways, but never underestimate his experience. Oh, yeah. Never, because he's been here before. He's sticking up here. You know, this kid's going to try to dance all over me. He's going to try to fly me. I've got to be patient. I can't wait for him to make a mistake. Yeah, and he still has him. to bring the fight mm-hmm. to you. But if he does catch you, if he does catch you. He needs to wear you out. He's going to freaking wear you down. Yeah. He's going to you know, one backbreaker away. Boom. You know, okay. end it all. I think one, and, and keep this in mind too. You know, I know you're a high flyer, you're a high risk. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes, sometimes it backfires. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you got to flip, and he does. You go crashing down the hard concrete floor. You know, bones break, bro. And I you will know, say uh, this from experience of facing Hunter Young: the biggest thing I can tell Trucker is to stay on him. Once you grabbed him, stay on him. If don't let him breathe. The minute that you turn around and try to appease the fans or to talk smack, that's giving him a chance to breathe. You don't want Hunter to give Hunter a chance to breathe. Now, speaking of the fans here, we did do a little poll. Well, right now, the fans are obviously 100% on your side, bro. It's like 80% of them think you're going to defeat Trucker. Only 20% kind of gave it to Trucker. You know, so you are the odds on a favorite to win. But... Now that doesn't matter until that bell rings. Oh, yeah. You know, but, Champ, I'm looking forward to seeing it. You know, I'm going to be there at ringside. I'm going to be calling the action. My partner, Blake Collins, is going to be there. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to that match. January 26, 2019, the American Legion. You know, before we go, you know, Hunter Young, uh, again, I want to take the opportunity. Thank you for everything you've done to wrestling, man. We need fresh young talent. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud. You know, you're an amateur wrestler. And you're still doing the professional wrestling. But... I was I was I was screwing through your career. Sorry, I was strolling through your career on that screwing your career. God, wow! <laughs> All right, Vince. I mean, I mean, I had his career in my hands. Yeah. Anyways, no, 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 no. Seriously. Um, 
Justin Chambers is, is, is a big fan of yours. Okay, he's he's followed your matches. He pointed one particular match out to me, and, and I want your thoughts on it. Though you wrestled some other indie promotions out there, and mm-hmm. you were in the cage match I took one yeah. ago. Man, what was that experience like working inside the cage compared? Good. You know, not working in the cage. Yeah. That was my first time ever in a sealed cage yes. match, yes. and it was a triple threat match. Yes, um, and it was just it was a blast. You know, I never <laughs> we were just calling stuff in the ring there, and just it, it was really fun. I got climbed the cage. You always picture as a child trying to yeah, this yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, I actually yeah, yeah, got to yeah, yeah. do it. So that was really fun. I hit I hit a Saint Cutter where the guy jumped oh, off sweet. the cage. I yeah. caught him. And so that sweet. was really cool. But it was it was really it was a really fun match. And um you can catch all my matches at um Hunt Too Young. Go on YouTube, type in Hunt Too Young, H U N T the number yes. two young on the first link that pops up there. And I have a section that has all my wrestling matches on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go go back and rewatch the rivalry. Between and the- I'm on there. Yeah. <laughs> Christian's on there a lot. So you go back and rewatch that rivalry between us and this, all my other ones I post almost weekly. You know, I'm, I say pretty booked up. But, um, yeah, I should go back and look at that. I definitely will. I started this one match and number research, and I saw a lot of phenomenal matches, man. I want to ask you one more question before we, uh, you know, say goodnight to everybody. You know, fantasy warfare kind of style match. You know, you know, I'm I, I'm watching you, and then I would say Adrian Davis, but I, I think you're I think you're actually past him, man. No disrespect to Davis; he's a great wrestler, a lot of talent. I got nothing but love for Adrian Davis, the game changer. But I feel like you're on another level compared to him. I haven't seen a wrestler this good in a long, long time, and I would personally love to see a fantasy warfare matchup between you and the Fireman. You know, this guy was real, real big at times. I know he's in NXT right now. God bless him and everything. But at your best right now, at his best right now, in a two or three false match, who would win? Who who win? In your opinion. At your best, at his best, at two or three falls. Oh, man. D-Shaw, I remember he, he was the one that gave me that shot that I told you earlier yes, about putting yes, me in that match. Yes. So, like, that, ooh, that, would be, that would be a real dream come true. You know, it, there's a quote, you know, it, if you don't believe in yourself, how yeah. can you expect anybody else to believe in you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I like so, I like this kid. you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll leave it with that quote, you know, and, uh, you know, I have confidence in myself, and if I don't have that in myself, then I can't expect you to have it in me. So, exactly. if that match were to happen, I believe that that ring will be, and is, and always will be. My kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he lost some matches. But <laughs> no, that's why I believe that ring will would still be the Saint Sanctuary. And I would prevail. No disrespect to a fireman, but I'll put out that fire. Okay, okay. And so, but before we close, I do want to I do want to say just a couple of closing remarks, and um, that is, you know, I do this all for the glory of my personal Lord Savior Jesus Christ. I. I would be greatly remiss if I didn't give him a shout-out because he's the reason I do this thing. Um, and, you know, it's just a great opportunity to witness to, to wrestlers. And, you know, ministry min- where ministry is is where people are at, you know. Yes. Ministry is not just a, a position at church where you preach on a Sunday or a Wednesday. Ministry is where people are at. That's what Jesus did. You know, if, and, pe- and there are people in that ring, in that locker room, that need to hear a gospel, that's what I'm going to do. 
and it's just a gift that I give him credit for that I want to keep doing. And who knows, if I make it to WWE, well, then great. I get to share gospel with all those people. Um, if I don't, then, hey, I have one, one heck of a career, and I got to do things I never thought I would do. I got to share gospel to people I never thought I would be able to. So if I make it, if I don't make it, it's a win-win for me. I desire... You know, I would love to see myself in WWE. I would love to see myself in youth ministry, too, So I love youth. I love middle school to college-age students. Um, and God's will, you know, it, it could have all that in it. God's will isn't just some dot. It's, it's, it's a dot, yes, but that dot's ultimately heaven, and there's multiple stuff that you do <laughs> before you get to heaven. And so right, right, if WWE's yeah. in there, awesome. If it's not, then it's not. And all I can do right now is to be where God's called me at and I'm where he's called me at. And so to any of the guys who are shooting to be a professional wrestler, you know, seek God first. Don't let don't let this become um, your God. Exactly. I never want this to become my God and because um, it, it's just not worth it because he, he's, he's only worthy of our praise and, and everything. So um, if you're seeking to be a pro wrestler, you know, I, I would say – you gotta, you gotta endure a lot though. You can't, you can't be a little boy. You gotta be a man. You gotta step it up, and you know, you just gotta be humble. Stay humble. That's the biggest lesson I learned: is to stay humble. I don't think I'm all that, and never will be all that. I'm not the best in the world. Um, I try my best to do my best, and um, just stay humble. Stay humble. Don't, don't ever think you're all that because, yes. because you're not. There's always someone better than you, right? And uh, that's why I truly believe. And who knows if. If my face trucker, maybe he's the one that's better than me. Maybe he's not. But either way, I believe that I will walk out victorious. I will walk in and walk out of this new year as the UCW champion. And who knows? Maybe it's not just UCW champion. Maybe it's UCW and Octane champion. Makes possible. So, that to you, Bill. Makes possible. Hunter, the world will be a lot better place. As JBL once said to Steve, you are a tremendous human being, man. It's an honor to have you on my show. Thank you, brother. I'm a, I'm a fellow Christian myself, man. God bless you, man. Yes, sir. You too. I always get, I, I don't be, if I watch my matches back in the day, I for the bell rings, I always get down to the corner and kneel. I say a real quick prayer. You know, and I get back up and I go, I always pray and hope I don't get hurt. God doesn't get hurt. We have a good match. And then no matter what, but God get the glory. Yeah. So God bless you, man. Thanks for being on my show. Everybody, you have a Merry Christmas out there. Also, remember, this is Lord Jesus' birthday. You know, he's born today. You know, he's a reason for the season. He's a reason for the season, exactly. You know, um, with that being said, I'm Survivor of Pain, along with Christian Fury, former UCW champion, the guy who said I quit, the hundred yards, <laughs> and the current and defending the UCW heavyweight champion, and we're going to get ready for 2019. Y'all come check us out January 26th at the American Legion. You're going to witness the undisputed world champion defending his title against the number one contender and the winner of the Veterans Rumble, TJ Tucker. I'm your host, Survivor Payne Bill Blanchard. We'll see y'all next year.